0: Hey, Faith Family, welcome to the Beyond Sunday podcast at Calvary Bible, where we go beyond the Sunday sermon to explore some rabbit holes and to bring some biblical truths to the surface. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. All right, Calvary Bible Church, welcome back to the podcast. Glad to join you, and thanks for tuning in. Uh, We're back at it another week here. Yes, sir. So I told Austin I had a joke for him this week. (laughs) That's the curveball. It's a curveball for all of you because I am not a comedian. But I heard this the other day, and it just—it's my kind of humor. So, I've been dying
1: to hear it, so please yeah. tell.
0: So, Austin, did you hear about the the guy who took the free IQ test? He, no. uh he took the free IQ test on the internet, and then he paid for the results. Wow. He, he failed. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow, that's clever. Sounds like something I'd do. <laughs> You, uh,
0: I've never seen any IQ tests like that on the internet, but I, you know what? I don't even click on that
1: stuff. I don't even, I would like to know what my IQ is, honestly. I don't. I'd be curious to know. Actually, yeah, I don't know if I'd want to know. Yeah, that's the but truth. But anyway.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know what, I don't even, where do IQs range from? I have no idea. I can tell you what
1: my, actually, I can't even tell you what my SAT scores were. Uh, uh, I do. I know mine. What? Enough to get me into Lancaster Bible College. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, Seth Wagner just told me the other day that LBC's acceptance rate is 96%. Yeah. So what are you trying to say? Yeah, it doesn't take much. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, yeah. I got too. uh, Word of Life Bible Institute. I think their, um, their acceptance rate is probably 99%. Right. I think you have to actively be, uh, like have a felony against you to not get in.
1: I think your, pro- um, your testimony is probably more important than, uh, it might, your SAT scores to get into that it, yeah, Word of Life.
0: It might be. Yeah,
1: and your criminal oh. record.
0: <laughs> Goodness. All right. Well. Anyway, let's dive into the uh, into the the meat of the podcast here, because uh, jokes are fun, but that's not why we're here. We're here to just kind of tease out the sermon from Sunday. And so, oh, actually, real quick, we actually got some questions for last week's sermon after we recorded it. Okay. So, so I'm going to save them. So. Uh, There's one or two questions that came in. So I'll save them for Randy. Nice. uh, When he comes back. It was back uh, revolving around Jesus destroying again.
1: Okay. Jesus saves
0: and destroys. Yeah. Yeah,
1: That's good. You've been buffing up on your hymnal this week? Uh, A little bit, working on it. Yeah. (laughs) I was was ready for a curveball like that this week, but I didn't get it. So
0: (laughs) I got nothing for you. That's fine. All right. So, Austin, I'm going to pass it off to you. What do you got?
1: Yeah. So I got some questions for you just in terms of uh, the the sermon yesterday. I think the first one was I uh, was like looking at the title of the sermon mm-hmm. and it was called The Gospel Doesn't Bring About Enough Change. And so I was curious uh, just in terms of thinking through, um, like, what brings about that thought or um, like, how does that, you know, kind of mindset set in? Why is that um,
0: something we have to contend
1: with? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. That's a good question. Actually, real quick, before I give my quick thought to that, uh, just to review where we were. We were in Romans chapter one, uh, verses one to seventeen. But um, the thought generally was, "What is the kind of what is the gospel?" And one of my goals in that sermon was to expand our definition. Or our, our understanding of the word gospel. Yeah, I'm not trying to expand what it what it require what it requires to be saved, uh, but I I think that we misuse the word gospel. Uh, we don't misuse it. We just don't use it in its fullest context. Um, we we both say I've heard you say it, and I've said this phrase: the good news of the gospel, mm-hmm. which because the, God, the word gospel means good, good news. news, we're saying the good news of the good news, and so just remembering that everything that happened throughout the Old testament and New Testament, and then specifically with Jesus, that's news. it happened so news transforms us, and is is what happened good news and if it do, if it is then then it affects you know positive change, and that's what Jesus did for us um in his life death and resurrection hmm. um so that's just a if you weren't with us on Sunday obviously you can go back and listen to the sermon um but that's just a quick recap but the question why is that something we have to contend with yeah um like i think that that one stat was alarming to me that just that almost 50% of regular church going 18 to 29 year olds would say that jesus has not deeply transform their life which means the good right. news hasn't affected them and so i think we contend with that that thought or that someone might say something like you know the gospel it's not for me it, it doesn't doesn't do enough for me it mm-hmm. hasn't, hasn't changed anything it's just not um, impactful enough one of the reasons we contend with is because there's way too many people who consider themselves christians and it's just you know not all that important to them. Mm-hmm. They're um if it fits into their schedule, great, but it's not the highest thing on their schedule. Uh one current pet peeve of mine is youth sports. Um it's okay. it's it's a pet peeve because you you know, we've got kids in sports, uh, so let's play that out for just a minute. And you know, uh you've got Ten, eleven kids on a team, and you need ten you know nine or ten to play you know if it's soccer it's eleven if it's baseball it's nine you know whatever and so if you have a, a game on Sunday or a tournament that happens to play through Sunday morning, tournament uh schedulers uh, and directors they started scheduling that stuff on yeah. Sunday mornings because because Christians stopped going to church and started prioritizing sports right. over sports. And I mean, I think so just in our household, um, the the rule is church comes first because mm-hmm. that's where the good news is. That's so important to us. Um and will there be an exception to the rule? Maybe, someday. You know, there might be a time where it's a, you know, high school level or, you know, higher level championship game that happens to fall on a Sunday and you know what? Okay. Uh we'll we'll make that decision that day. But um, you know, these, uh, these tournaments and sports teams, you have this, uh, this sense of guilt, like, Oh, I don't want to let my team down. And, you know, no one's going to notice if I'm not at church, you know, maybe someone will, but it's not that big of a deal. I'll just miss, you know, a Sunday or two. And all of a sudden that becomes easier and easier to do. Um, and it's a slippery slope. So, I, you know, I think when the outside world looks at Christians and they don't see much change, not much of a difference, and then they think, well, why, why would I even be interested? That's not intriguing to me hmm. because they don't understand how beautiful it really is.
1: Right. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: That's my quick, not so quick answer.
1: Yeah, that's good. And I think one of the things that I like wrote down for the last point was the fact that um, believing in the gospel should change the way we live. Like, obviously, that I feel most people would agree with that. But like, yeah. yeah, that's a that's an easy statement, mm-hmm. but it's like um, the gospel is radical, uh, and so like, in order to like, if we're if we say we believe the gospel, um, putting our belief in that should change the way we live, um, and that goes back to what you were saying of like the good news changes the way that we live. So like, yeah. the gospel. Like we can't believe the gospel and be the same as we were before Mm -hmm. we accepted the truth of the gospel. Uh, And so that was just something that I like, you know, made me stop and think and then even looked inward at my own life and was like, okay, I'm someone who says that Mm -hmm. I have accepted the gospel. And so is there evidence of a changed life uh, because of the gospel's work in my life? And so that was just something that I was, you know, kind of reflecting on at the end of your sermon uh, on Sunday. So,
0: yeah, it has to change us. If it doesn't change us, then the first point was it's just trivia. Yeah. It's just advice, you know. And I think that's the difference between news and not news. And uh if it's just someone's advice or just someone's opinion, well then that's all it is. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um but this is the the gospels, the four gospels are they're the story of Jesus's life. They're it's right. not advice. It's something that happened that after which point something entirely new is possible. A a life, my life, there's something that's now possible because of what Jesus did that was not possible before he lived, died and resurrected. Hmm. And uh, yeah, so.
1: Right. And um, I was going to say something off that. Oh, I don't mm. remember what it was. It was there. It was oh, no, I know what it was. it came to me. Yeah. Um, so actually, you started off the the sermon with mm-hmm. some type of question of it was when you hear the word gospel, what's the first word that comes to mind? Yeah. And I was in the front row and I almost <laughs> said Jesus, but I didn't. And then yeah. you went on to elaborate how the good news of the gospel is Jesus um, and I think one of the reasons why I was yeah. thinking that was because for the youth group on Wednesdays, we're teaching through Luke. Okay. And so I was reading through uh, Luke chapter one and two, mm-hmm. and you have the part where Jesus is, you know, being dedicated to the temple and Simon comes up and he's like, you know, prophesying over baby yeah, jesus yeah. and he's like this is you know he's holding salvation mm-hmm. so it's not like jesus is just you know one aspect of salvation yeah. it's like he's literally holding salvation in his hands yeah uh and so like just going back to the fact that um, you know when you were talking about the the gospel of Luke or the gospel of John, you know yeah. it's the life account of Jesus because it's Jesus Himself who is that salvation, who is the good news. Um, yeah. So yeah. this is kind of getting back it's, to what you were talking you know, about,
0: you're right? And uh, I mean the word gospel is it's such a good word, but I think in in a lot of ways it it's gotten not yeah like overused. Like you'll hear right. the terms like gospel driven and gospel centered, and and we do. We do want to be those things, Um, but when words, you know, words can get thrown around and they become like junk drawer words where just everything kind of falls under them. Uh, But in this case, I think it's actually the case where the word gospel has been used so narrowly to the, what someone needs to know to become a Christian that the other parts of the good news right, have been kind of left out of the news part of it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So when we say, did we talk about this already on the podcast, the good news of the gospel?
1: Yeah, we, uh, I think we did a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I can't remember if it was yeah. <laughs> before
0: we started recording or after. So yeah, it's, it's, um, when, when I say gospel, I immediately, mm-hmm. I think of, okay, what are the very essentials that someone needs to know right. to be saved? Um, but there's there's more there's there's more to the news than just that that also should change us.
1: Right. So and actually we were talking about before the podcast, the Tim Keller quote that you shared on Sunday. Yeah, and I couldn't good. remember all of it, so I didn't write it down. But I remember thinking that it was really helpful. And so um, I think you have part of it. You yeah, know, it's memorized. not
0: memorized, but essentially the the meat of it was the, the gospel is the declaration of Jesus's rule and an invitation to come under Jesus's good rule. Right. Um, So the the, the news is Jesus is in charge. Right. He's in power. Our God reigns. And to think about the gospel of Caesar and the gospel of Jesus and how they are conflicting good newses, Mm -hmm. right? Two different sets of news. Caesar's in charge or Jesus is in charge Mm. for Paul, right? Right. And so... For those first-century Christians, which good news is going to be the one that changes them, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: right? Um, And uh, and so for us today, Jesus is still—he's still in charge. He's on the throne, and my life should be different because of it, right? My life ought to reflect His life too. In uh, you know, and I think that too was something that kind of dawned on me through the week in my study is the the life of jesus in in the gospels Uh, the life of jesus often gets uh you know little attention less attention than his death burial and resurrection yeah and his life also should change us as well um you know believing jesus's miracles isn't a part of my salvation Hmm. but believing Jesus's miracles should still change right. me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, so anyway.
1: Yeah, that's, that's so helpful. Fun. And I think, one of the, I think one of the reasons why I like that quote so much was just because they got at the part of like, you know, we have heard the good news of the gospel. Uh, that I just said it. Mm-hmm. Good news of the gospel. Yeah. yeah, it's easy it to is. say. And it's not um, wrong.
0: Right. But it's, you know, if that's the only way we ever use yeah. it, and we're forgetting some of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But just, it's like, we've heard the the gospel. And so what are we going to do with that good news? Um, I think was one of the reasons why I was yeah. liking that. Cause like the end yeah. is like the declaration of. Yeah.
0: We're inviting other people into right. this too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's good news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the world that we live in um, is broken and just so messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's going to be a day where all things are going to be made new and mm-hmm. right. And I'm looking forward to that day more and more and more. Um, so,
1: yeah, I think going back to what we were talking about earlier, for some reason, I just, even when you're talking, I, I keep going back to what I was sharing earlier. Of like the gospel changes us. And it's like, we would all agree with that, mm-hmm. but it's like, for some reason, I just keep going back to the fact that, Like I can't have an interaction with the gospel. Like I can't, you know, accept the gospel and not be changed. And I know we talked about this earlier, but for some reason, my mind just keeps going back to that. It's like, if I stuck my hand into our fire pit Mm -hmm. and pulled it out, my hand would be burnt. All right. Because the interaction that my hand had with the fire changed. Like it wouldn't be possible to stick my hand bare hand into a fire and have it not be burned. So it's like, I can't say, you know, I believe, like, I can't have an interaction with Jesus Christ and the gospel and not be changed from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think that's just one of the things that makes it so beautiful. Um, and that goes back to, like, you know, the heart of your message was, like, the gospel changes, the good news of the gospel changes us. And so um, I think, you know, go back to the title, if the gospel doesn't bring about enough change, it's like, you know, the understanding of the gospel is is wrong there mm-hmm. because the gospel changes lives. Yeah. So. Yeah, it absolutely does.
0: Um, yep. It's got to. Right. News changes. Right.
1: Things, you know, did you have another question? Yeah. So okay, the, uh, uh, the other question that I had, and I'll I propose it. Did. Yeah. And I'll propose it. I was going to, I was going to wait close to the end. Um, but my, the question that I was asking myself and I'll kind of propose it to, to everybody who's listening and to you uh, was we were talking You know, like me and you were talking before this podcast, Mm -hmm. too, about uh, good news and how, um, like, we should be putting our hope in the gospel. And so uh, one of the questions that I was asking myself was, like, Mm -hmm. what is the the what are some other gospels or good news Mm -hmm. things that I seek to put my hope in? Um, And so I think I was just wrestling through a couple of things uh, while I was thinking you know through that question um because yeah. i think there's other things that i there's other news or gospels that i can find hope in yeah. other than the truth of
0: Jesus Christ so i think ask the question without the word gospel and just use the word news so what what news do you get excited about or what news do you have hope right do you put your hopes in
1: i would say honestly like for me i was I've kind of joked about it, but in a lot of ways, like, right, I'm a huge Penn state football fan. Uh, And so, you know, I can put my hope in in the news that I hear from Penn state football, you know, they're doing really well, playing great football. Uh Um, But at the end of the day, you know, if they have a bad game or they lose, you know, my emotions can be affected by that. And, you know, I'd say for, some people, maybe it could be things like politics of what they 're hearing in the news mm-hmm. of politics or what they're hearing in the news in terms of sports uh or whatever it is. I think there is mm-hmm. multiple answers to that,
0: yeah, but well, i think um i th- I think sorry. you're yeah no, no no, I think you're right like in and those things they do they affect us they they engage our emotions, um you know, we talked about on Sunday, we schedule our day we we hang on every word, whatever the news is. So I think sports is something, uh, that a lot of people can, you know, get ramped up about, Mm -hmm. um, politics. You, you know, you, you mentioned that word, you know, if the, if your party's, you know, not in power, Mm
1: -hmm. uh,
0: you're really hoping that next time, you know, next election season that, that your party gets, gets into the white house or into the governor's office or, you know, what school board for that matter. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. like, if is if that and that is good news and it's okay to have other I think news good news right affect us right when Penn State wins that makes Austin happy that's right right and that's that's not a bad right. thing it's not an unchristian thing um, it's not like the only thing in this world that we're to enjoy is just you know the the Bible and talking about the Trinity and you know whatever um, there's other things that happen mm-hmm. that we should enjoy so Penn State's one of them for you and politics can be something for somebody and, and sure yeah you have a set of beliefs and values that line up with a political party and when that political party gets in, you're happy about that. Mm -hmm. You're, you're excited. You feel like, okay, there's some hope here for my country or my city or whatever. Um, the, the danger is when those things become more, uh, important than, than the good news of Jesus Christ. Right. Right. Or even so even on a smaller level, like, the news. Let's say your kids come home from school. don't have any kids yet, but yeah. you know, your kids come home from school and they've got good grades. Yeah. That's good. How does that, That's, you know, if your kids example. get bad grades, you know, does that bring you down? Yeah. Um, and so the ability to just kind of keep an eye on your on your heart mm-hmm. and say, what things are bringing me up and down and are they bringing me up and down too much? Yeah. Like if my kids came home and you know, if they just they were flunking out of classes, I, I wouldn't be happy about that. Yeah. Um, but it shouldn't destroy me either. Mm-hmm. Um, but whereas if Jesus doesn't raise from the dead or he doesn't live the life he lives, that's gonna change me. Right. So I think uh just remember that we've got news that um it's constantly happening. And news that happens on a a small scale has a smaller effect. News that happens on a large scale has a larger effect. And I think one really just amazing thing about the scriptures and Jesus is that it really happened on a small scale, but it's just continued to grow. Like, you know, the mustard seed, Yeah. you know, it just keeps expanding. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas here's this, you know... 30-year-old Jewish guy who's crucified on a cross as a criminal. And, uh, you know, the the prophets, you know, Romans talked about the prophets, you know, talking about in the Old Testament, the scriptures, the writings, just talking about him. And um, so it's just really somewhat small scale, but it just keeps just flowing out. Right. And it's pretty, it's interesting.
1: Yeah, it is. It's beautiful.
0: It is. It so is. And yeah, we ought to invite others into that too. That's and exactly right. I think just for my own evangelism, it's a good reminder that I'm inviting someone into an under, like Keller's definition, mm-hmm. like inviting someone under Jesus's rule and it's good rule um, and makes evangelism a little less scary.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, and the same thing would be, you know, it does, it's not who's changing lives that's the yeah. gospel, so that gives me a peace too when I think about sharing my faith with others, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not the one who brings about the change and saves somebody's life, but I can put my hope and trust in the gospel, which has the power to save mm-hmm. so
0: that was a few weeks ago john six forty four God who calls, you yeah, know, so the pressure's off of us right It's an unsettling doctrine, um but the pressure's <laughs> off of us evangelistically and and that's good too yeah. so. That's good news. It is. That
1: is good. That is
0: good news. All right. Got any questions or you you out?
1: I think I'm out of questions. Um, yeah, that's mostly what I had. All right, good. So,
0: so yeah, awesome. Well, those are good questions. Thanks for bringing them. Yeah. And uh, you guys can always email your questions to podcast at cbcmj.com. We'll, we'll flesh them out. And if this episode happens to bring up any questions and you want to follow up, just shoot an email to that email address and we'll... We'll flesh it out next time. Okay. Yep. All right. Sounds good. See you guys. Yep. See ya. Thanks again for joining us on today's episode. And remember, our Sunday sermons are meant to lead us to a life of worship beyond Sunday.